0: Welcome back to episode two of Stay Tuned. I'm your host, Andrew Abrahamian. Uh, very grateful to have my friend, Lucci. What up? On,
1: member of the wrestling team. Yep. And I'll give you a second to introduce yourself to everybody. Yeah, I'm Lucci, uh, Luciano Royal, but everyone just kind of calls me Lucci. Kind of stuck with me since I was like little. Yeah. Um, born and raised in Orange County. Uh, and then I'm currently a junior studying philosophy and classics. Yeah. Nice.
0: Uh, to kick it off, what yep. I usually do is just ask a question about what's something that you've been staying tuned into recently yep. in your life whatever you want to be something that you just kind of have passion for has happened to you recently
1: yeah um i would say so currently on uh sounds bad but six knee surgery on the same leg uh it's kind of six? started six yeah yeah on the same side it started back in high school um okay. i was going to nhsca which is like a big national tournament uh just took third as a, like at state which is like pretty okay. big as a sophomore yeah. um I was the one seed at nationals. Yeah, it was sick. It was sweet. It was like... um, California? California State, yeah. Yeah. So like half the country. (laughs) Essentially. California wrestling's (laughs) huge. Uh, We're like different than other divisions. Other states will have like seven divisions. So if you're a state champ, you're 7A champ or 6A champ. But um, California, I think Jersey and maybe one other state, like they're the entire state. Um, So it's like thousands of kids. So thank um, you yeah. That's impressive. Congrats, first of
0: oh, Thank all. you. Appreciate, it. appreciate it. I appreciate
1: it. I didn't know this. <laughs> Me and Lucho friends. I did not know this. Yeah, no, that's uh, it, it was fun. It, it actually started, so I got in, like, kind of wrestling late. Um, I started when I was, like, 12, 13. Usually you start at, like,
0: yeah, 3, 4, right? Early, yeah.
1: As early as you can. Awesome. So I got into it. Um, I was kind of, like, a surfer, skater. Like, didn't really do any sports at all, honestly. Um, my dad put mm-hmm. us in martial arts, though. So we did, like, kung fu. Uh, we did kenjitsu, which is, like, a Japanese sort I didn't, so like, I was kind of in that, I know, I know. <laughs> that's, that's the that's classic, the thing. that's the only question
0: anybody asks, especially if you I don't swear, know about it. did you like, get a black, belt. black
1: belt? So many kids would flex at like six, I got a black belt, which like finding out later, like, it all depends like where you train at because some places yeah. just like hand them out based on how much you pay, so nothing against the six-year-old black belts, but they're not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we never really started wrestling, and then my older brother, um, he was going in freshman year, um, and I have an older brother, little brother, and little sister, um, so older brother was going to freshman year. I was going to sixth grade, like Dang. wanted to find a sport that kind of anyone could do no matter how right. tall, how big you are. So the two sports uh, that he wanted to do either were track or wrestling,
0: okay.
1: um, and then he met the coach and came home and told my dad, Hey dad, I want to be a man of valor and wrestle. My dad's like, what the, like who do you talk to? Like, <laughs> yeah, what? Like yeah. you know, we grew up just, my dad was a, um, kind of worked in the action sport industry. So he created okay. clothing for like skateboarding, surfing, snowboarders. Sweet. Um, so growing up, I was just a skater-surfer kid, which I love. Like, I was yeah. kind of glad I wasn't raised up doing the AYSO, like, sports yeah. and all that stuff. Like, yeah. it probably was fun and probably helped out, but I got to do, like, a lot more fun sports in my eyes. Yeah. So um,
0: you mentioned your injury. Yeah. Six, in- six surgeries on the same knee. Yep. What was the
1: most recent one that you're kind of dealing with right now? Yeah, yeah. So the most recent one... um, is ACL again so I had a couple ACL yeah. surgeries a couple of meniscus but because of yeah. that what I've been having to do now is kind of just transition with my focus um yeah. so it was you know wrestling and training for that kind of took me out early in the year so I didn't get to compete mm-hmm. um so right now I'm kind mad. of just it's been terrible mad. it's terrible yeah. it sucks. Tough. it's um, tough it's definitely like something that you gotta like learn to work through and Mm-hmm. There's good days and bad days, you know, with it all.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But so I, I got into just kind of, really hone down my academics, and then in addition, uh, working on some startups with my dad. Um. Nice. So because he has experience with that kind of footwear industry, um, we've kind of working on right now. Um, we have some partners in, in South Korea some footwear to partners and uh, wow. basically like represent them and help develop any apparel or any footwear for for various companies.
0: Okay, so that that's kind of my next question. I yeah. usually ask people like. What's something unique about you that most people don't really do or know? Because yeah. a, lot, a lot of that at Stanford is the case, right? Yeah. we yeah. you do stuff that people don't always normally do. Yeah. So you said footwear and apparel. Yeah. Working with factories. Yeah. So we yeah, represent... Tell us more about that. Yeah.
1: So so kind of during this experience of when COVID hit, um, me and my dad kind of like came together and wanted to like work on something, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big sneakerhead. I COVID did that to... Every, I feel like when you're slowed down, you're like, <laughs> yeah. all right. What am I going to do now? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It makes you kind of rethink it. And I think the surgery during COVID kind of just like like amplified that. It made it it's like, okay, well, I can't like work on wrestling. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you can watch film, but there's like how so much film you could watch, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm not exactly. spending sure. that downtime. Um, I would say like what's unique is that like just being able to work with my dad and these companies and basically yeah. just reaching out making different footwear, and different apparel. Making uh, footwear? Yeah. So you, footwear. you're like making well,
0: so shoes and y- slides and all yeah, that stuff?
1: Yeah, so we're, we're like reaching out to, to different companies and, and kind of being like that middleman um, in between. So um, it, it's exciting. We you know we, we have some dreams to d- kind of do our own stuff later down the line. Sweet. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's been a really cool experience just kind of learning yeah. about the whole footwear industry. He's honestly just mentoring me. Um, yeah. And, and it's been like really cool to work with my dad. It's like, so so, always a dream of mine. Immediate
0: follow-up question that yeah.
1: sneakerhead sneakerhead yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah for sure love sneakers love sneakers, love sneakers. I, I yeah, yeah yeah I uh <laughs> I used to like in middle school it started um, I wanted to get okay. a car and uh my parents were like oh, all right well we'll find a way to you know hustle it so okay i flip sneakers yeah so I'd, I'd buy sneakers you know the get Gucci, them on drops the, and then the flip shoe them <laughs> the shoe flipper <laughs> and I would never like it's funny I'd buy like a I'd get like a I don't know.
0: young entrepreneur actually I try I yeah, try yeah, you know for sure yeah. started
1: the lemonade stands then went to sneakers did you get uh, a car uh, I did. I got the car. What car? Yeah. I saved up like $1,000 and put a down payment on. Oh. Um, it was a, ah. they st- still have it. 2008 okay. C300 Mercedes. It's like my favorite car ever. Mercedes. I mean, it's, okay. it, it's an older car. That's an older car. Like people. I mean, have... I
0: got a 2009 Infiniti, so oh, I guess Mercedes. we're kind of
1: in the same Yeah, the same area. Exactly. Yeah. That that 2009 luxury, it's it's yeah. fun though. It's got a good sound yeah. system. Um, I'm actually hoping to inherit it again, so we'll see. We'll see. Love that.
0: Yeah. Um, for more color on, I guess, Lucci and I. So we're, b- we're both going through a sur- like recovery from surgery right yeah, now, yeah. both on our knees. Yep. Um, so we've had a lot of time together in the training room and in PT Yeah. and it's a lot of hours. Yeah. Um, I guess for people in the audience, like everybody gets hurt, right? Yeah. We don't think that sometimes, but you do, yeah. especially in sports like wrestling and soccer where our knees are just like getting <laughs> clamored every time and it's like terrible. twist and turn. <laughs> yep. Um, but talk to me a little bit about the mental side of getting hurt. Yeah. Like initially, like however you want to phrase it, but yeah. it's an, I think it's an important thing to like vocalize for people just to hear. Yeah. Yeah. You know.
1: It's, um, I mean, I remember like the, my first knee surgery was like the big thing, right? Like going through it. Mm-hmm. And after you go through like one and two, and that sounds like terrible, but like going through it is like, okay, you know, it's, it's a terrible situation. It's not fun, but it's like, yeah. I got two choices. It's like, I'm either going to make the best of it and like, sometimes on some days fake it till you make it like yeah. if I'm feeling terrible and I have a bad mindset like that's not gonna help me in the long run right like I wanna get back to my sport so mm-hmm. taking it day by day um and like also though on, on the other side like allowing yourself to be frustrated about it cause I used to push it out so much you know I like, like that yeah, yeah. like that's feeling good. that cause it's like so much it's like you no know, like I just wanna be happy 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 and then you'll get to a point where you just like Hit this brink and you just collapse, and like you're like, No, I'm not happy. So, like, yeah, it that's comes to like, like a boiling point, exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Come to a boiling point, and that's oh, something God. I think I've learned at actually at Stanford is the rehabbing here is not being so like everything has to be perfect, like you know what I mean, like injuries yeah. suck, there's no other way around it, and kind of like letting yeah. yourself more. I think you know? it's
0: not something that I've learned too, like, kind of like you're saying, is yeah. Like there's a protocol for rehabbing, right? Yeah. Everybody has yeah. a protocol for a surgery. Yeah. But you don't have to stay exactly to that. Yeah. It's not. It's not classic thing. Like it's not a linear <laughs> like thing. It's yeah. like, up and down. Yeah. Like life, you know. Yeah. Um, but taking a day, like if you're not feeling good, yeah. You don't have to push through that. Yeah. Know? I think I, I learned that the hard way, with an earlier surgery. Like I pushed through it. Yeah. And I got hurt again. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. So yeah. it's like you got to take care of it. Yeah. Exactly. And, like, take it step by step. Um, I forgot that I needed to tell people how we met Yeah, and cool story. Good place to meet, I think. Yeah. It's a great for place. somebody. Yeah. So we're in a group called FCA Yep. on campus at Stanford. And actually, you know, I'll let you tell the story. Tell everybody what FCA is
1: yeah. and then how we met. So it's funny. I actually went to FCA freshman year. Um, and I don't know if I just went on a different day or what, but I think Someone else is running it or something, and I tried to get on the email list and never got the emails, so I just stopped coming. and I was like, oh, I'll just yeah. like kind of do my own, you know, follow my own uh, like faith path. That's really of hard. Donja. Donja, <laughs> that's on you, bro. Yeah, I'm still not on the email list <laughs> still to yeah. this day. Uh, but uh, I remember actually our good friend Jason, he's the one kind of introduced me to you. Uh, Jason Marin, a fellow teammate, yeah. he was like, Hey, come to FCA. I was like, Oh, like you know, I've kind of been like, I already went to FCA, like I'll, you know, I'll give it a try. Yeah. um and then i went and it was sick and then the day i went they're like hey we need a percussionist Somebody can play percussion and i was like that's something i kind of grew up doing all my life yeah. um and i was like I, like god i i, I got to go do this like <laughs> you're calling me so uh, uh i was Allie's percussion that we just grabbed and then i went in and then um you were one of the singers and then i we met yeah since Believe then Believe or not i'm not
0: i'm not He's like he got a great voice <laughs> i'm <laughs> He's not got a great, great voice but yeah. I can <laughs>
1: I can, can carry be, myself with like really. Bl- you can guys blend in. Yeah, <laughs> I can blend in. A yeah, player. yeah. I don't hurt this <laughs> far. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm not the lead by any means. You get more power though, so that's kind of like true. You, know true. I mean? you get more uh, more yeah. voice. Exactly. In it.
0: Um. So, yeah, FCA Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Yeah, been a huge part of my life. Yeah. I'm sure now of yours, big part. Yeah, huge part. Um, but I think an interesting thing that I'd like to talk about is there's some like misconceptions that come with being a Christian yeah athlete um, especially at Stanford in particular yeah so we talked about this earlier a little bit but what's kind of what do you think is a common misconception that people have about you yeah in like the
1: Christianity kind of side of things I would say like from people I've met like freshman year and like other people like talking to them and kind of just getting to know them and like not like being like, oh, hey, I'm a Christian, and kind of, like, shoving me down their throat and, like, yeah. letting them know. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just naturally, like, you know, and then, you know, when the time you know, arises where we get to a conversation about faith or beliefs, I'm like, yeah, I'm a Christian. They're kind of, like, surprised. Not surprised I'm a Christian, but surprised because maybe they've never seen that side of Christianity. And, you know, I'm not saying that, like, I'm this perfect thing. Not at all. It's just, like, being authentic yeah. and real. And, like, yeah. a lot of people may think that, like, as a Christian, you can't go hang out with your friends, you know, on a Saturday night, or you have to go, like, yeah you can't go to a bar. Well, that's I mean, <laughs> like you got to just go home and like do nothing, you know, be by yourself, but it's <laughs> you like got to read your bible at 9 p.m. every night. That's it's, not it's, that's it's, not how it works, you know, so. 100% and it's it's something that I think the the biggest thing is having like those like-minded people, you know. So when you're going to hang out, you know, in SF or going to do something like you have grounded people that you can go to and like kind of yeah. keep you accountable. Um cuz it's definitely like a slippery slope too where if, you know, yeah, if you're just going by yourself, solo mission, thinking you could, oh, I'm good. Like you'll fall into everything, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. That's,
0: but, I mean, that's the thing. It kind of keeps, I feel like it keeps us grounded a lot. Yeah, yeah. Also, like you said, the conversations that we have had, yeah, based on like reading scripture together, yeah, or just like hanging out, but in that mindset, yeah. like having that Christ-like mindset yes. between us, yeah, Just feels so much better. I don't like it. Feels it, good, no, it does. right? It, it, and it I know I can better. count on you because of it. Yeah. Yeah. I knew he'd show up for the podcast if I asked him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like stuff I don't know, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, yeah I think I feel the misconception of especially me being here longer, yeah, and being consistent in my faith since sophomore year. Yeah. Um, I can see that misconception of oh, you like can't go out, like why are you out? You're supposed to be a Christian. Like yeah. Yeah. you can't dance with people. It's like no, like that's not it. It's yeah. it's a heart thing. Your actions should follow that for sure. Yeah, yeah. But it's not like you can't have fun or you can't hang out um, be your friends. Yeah,
1: and, and yeah. I think it's like I, I think I mean, if you wanna like really reach your friends and stuff, you gotta go where they're going. You know? Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, like it, it, it's something that you really gotta just yeah, be light to them. You know? Um, yeah, but on the caveat, make sure you have those good friends because <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Make sure you have groups like FCA or like these things that you are in um, someone told me actually a good friend at home um, played baseball in Nebraska and he said the biggest thing is to make sure like right when you get to college is to put yourself into that group of like-minded people who have the same goals mm. same faith because yeah. those are the people that are going to keep it real with you and like keep you accountable check on yeah, you like, huge. people that you can yeah. like hey Sunday morning Listen. Let, let's let's meet at eight AM on a Sunday morning and read the Bible and say, like, "All right, well, then that's gonna you know keep me out of trouble Saturday night." And we've done that. It. Before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Before. Yeah. Seven PM. I'm like, I'll be there eight AM. Yeah, you know, like, like find those people. Yeah, this is good advice for anybody listening.
0: Find those people that are gonna push you to be better. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And like minded, like you have those goals too. I know you do. Yeah. But find those that group of people that's gonna make you be the best, like the best version of yourself, 100%. or help push you there. Because yeah. there's people that are gonna drag you down too. Yeah there's yeah. people that don't align with what you kind of want to do but if they're your friends you're going to be more like them
1: exactly you know? exactly that, yeah, that that's a great that point. saying
0: of you become more
1: like whoever you surround yourself with yeah it's, <laughs> it's interesting yeah it, it that's actually uh my dad always told me and it stuck in me show me who your five closest friends are and that's who you are and it's like it makes you like whoa like yeah. who are my five closest friends you know like who am i surrounding yeah. myself with doesn't mean you can't have other friends that you know maybe don't align, but it's like yeah. There's people that like that keep you accountable and you're always just like you always go back to like you said you could trust on them, you know, to do stuff and for you and, and to be there for you and like, you know, vice versa. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Good conversation's already happening. It is.
1: Um, So two more things.
0: Yeah. So question when you came to Stanford yeah. until now, how has Lucci changed, do you think, from that high school kid? Yeah. Third in the state. Yeah. wrestling <laughs> to now at stanford Yeah.
1: still killing it maybe yeah. not in the same way how do you think you've changed i think coming into stanford like you know in high school you're like the hot shot you know sign stanford and then yeah. you get here and you feel like so insignificant you're like dude this guy next to me in my dorms solving <laughs> more problems the other guy just yeah. won a natty title and you're like You know, I came in off an injury. Like, didn't even you know wrestle They pulled my red shirt March or February to wrestle a duel, Mm -hmm. off you know months of not training just because of my knee and stuff. So it's like me feeling like great, like I can't do this. And then the school hits, and it's like you're trying to manage everything. I think it's just like is it humbling? You think super humbling, super humbling. Um, and I wouldn't even say I I came into Stanford thinking like, oh, I'm gonna crush it because I knew it was gonna. I was kind of like scared and. Like everyone, you know, like you sign it and you're like, this is sick. And then you get to campus and you you yeah. look at your school, your class and you're like, what the heck? Like, what yeah. am I getting myself into? Yeah. Um. But I think over time, what Stanford really changed me is just like, first of all, like managing my time, you know, like even more. And then also like kind of gaining confidence, momentum, thing. like, no, like I could do this. Like yeah. having that, like, not I deserve to be here, but like, I'm going to put the work in to deserve it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. I, I, I'm going to close those gaps and I'm going to take that mentality that I was in high school and uh, into my wrestling and my sports and play it just into this because yes, it's a bigger name. It's a bigger thing, but it's the same thing. You're putting hard work in and you're going to get results if you do that, you know, and like focus work. Um, yeah. So, so I mean, it
0: kind of, it hum, like it humbled you right away yeah and it changed because it sounds like it's, which is true in college, yeah when you get here, it's more on you, yeah. like there's not just there's not your family right next to you yeah. to help you. There's not your best friends from high school. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to
1: start over. So it's more on you to decide. Yeah, and get back and get back into that mindset. Exactly, exactly, um, and, and not letting it. Cause it definitely like rocked my world freshman year. It was like oh, yeah. okay, I wrestled and then like I didn't do too well. Class I wanted to do, and I was like kind of lost. Like okay, like God, like you put me here, but it's like I'm struggling right now. It's like I'm getting, yeah. not excelling in my academics like I want to or into my wrestling, and then yeah. kind of just like you said. Taking that the humble pill and then getting back right back to what you know, yeah. Like you know from the very beginning, how you even got to Stanford and applying that, and then when you once you gain momentum, you are like, yeah, like this is the place I, I, that I got into, yeah. and people like, I am just as great as everyone else around here, you know, yeah. and not letting that like, oh, I, I can't do. It. I think so many people, faith or not faith, put themselves in a box, like oh, I yeah. can't, like no way for me. Like at the end of the day, like I think of in wrestling, someone's gonna be the number one guy in the nation. Why yeah. not be you? You know? Right. Like why like like what why not you? That's what makes term. that person yeah. so much more special? And like it's almost like we put some people on a on a pedestal, like, oh no, we can never do that. They're yeah. humans just like us. They mess up just like us. Like we're all if we're literally all equal, which I believe in, yeah, we could like the sky's a limit, literally, you know? Definitely. You just gotta put that work in and and, and actually like make it happen into fruition and not just kinda hopelessly think it's gonna happen without any work. Yeah. Dang, this is inspiring. So this, is, this guy's this guy's preacher, now. Um, and I hate to cut it short,
0: but last thing we like to do yeah. is you can go into this camera and just set like your final, final call out to yeah. the to the audience. Whatever you want to say could be about what you're doing. Could yeah. be about like a message that you want to get out to people that are listening. Anything.
1: Mm. I would say. Just find those people that, like, really love you for who you are. Um, To your point, as hard as it is, kind of not get away from those friends, but the people are pulling you down, like, know who's toxic and not toxic in your life. Um, And something that actually a world scholar told me, it was was really, really inspiring. Kylan Moore, great book, and um, just such an awesome dude. Dream a big, like, dream a dream so big that only some kind of divine intervention can make it happen. Like, don't limit yourself. And that sounds so like cliche, like dream big, but it's like yeah. something that, that actually scares you, that you can genuinely be- really think you're going to fail at if you don't do it. Um, because at the end of the day, it's like, we have one life, right? One life on this earth and let's like try to make the most of it. So
0: yeah. Sweet man. Well, thank you. Yeah. Of course. Appreciate it. Of course. Thank Number you. Number two. Me. Yes. Number this is two. fun. Uh, Yeah, we'll be back another episode.